36, baby. <laughs> okay, I need to turn you down. I know. I always have the... Now we're really loud on here. What's wrong with you? I just want things to function correctly. Is that so much to ask? Apparently. That's what I get for being poor and having to buy poor people shit instead of, like, buying you know, $800 pieces of equipment that shouldn't cost that much. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, whatever happens with it, happens with it, I guess. I don't want to fuck with it the whole time. That's fair. We went there because we did a good thing. We cleaned up dog shit for, like, two hours. Well, you... Pretty much two hours. Like, hmm. Sasha was like, well, do you want to go to Target as a reward? Yeah. So we went to Target. Wasted time there. It was good. Yeah. I didn't buy anything, which was... Yeah, which is, like, shocking. Yeah, it was really shocking. I didn't buy anything. I was really close to buying an excavation set, but I didn't buy it. I know it's crackly. You can start saving I'm just like, I'm not getting any money from this. Right? That's the hard thing. It's like, I want it to sound nice. I want to have nice things to make it sound good, but we're not making any money off of it. So it's kind of hard to justify spending more money on it. Yeah. Than we he just showed it like canine. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Logan's just out on my bed. <laughs> Sleepy boy. So, should we get into it or? We wanted to talk today about how sitcoms aren't funny. Yeah. Like, we as a society, society need to move on from <laughs> sitcoms. Sitcoms have, like, such a weird formula that just it irks me. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's, like, the first handful of them that existed was, like, alright, I, like, you know, when it was a new concept, I suppose, it was probably yeah. pretty good, but, like, just every single one of them. Nuclear family, annoying neighbors. Yeah. Uh, nice. I was really far from the mic for that, too. Try our best. I'm so sorry if this episode sounds like shit because I'm just, we're struggling with our equipment. We're having problems for no fucking reason, apparently. So, yeah. Play with this kinetics. Make me feel better. Soothing. Watch me get it all over my laptop. (laughs) So, sitcoms aren't funny for a lot of reasons. The one that, like, plagues me is uh, the, the new Tim Allen one. I don't, I don't um, know the name of it. Yeah, because we always call it Outdoor Man. Yeah. Last Man Standing. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking hate that show. Tim Allen is not a good person. No, and he's, he's not funny. And he thinks he's funny. The whole thing, like, I feel like we've ranted about that show on here before. I feel like we have. You want some kinetic sand? I'm just like, it's same color as the table. No, I'm good. But Are you sure? Because I could split it in half if you want to I'm good. <laughs> I'm just like, it's going to get all over your laptop and I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen either. But it's like pretty sticky. Like to itself anyway. But anyway. Yeah, no, that whole show is just like it's just like him stroking his own ego yeah. and like writing jokes about how he's so funny or like not even jokes, but just writing scripts about how he's so funny. And also he's right all the time. time. Like the whole thing will just be like Tim Allen's character is being shitty. And then everybody tries to call him out for being shitty. And then he's right in the end. And it all just becomes like, you're right, dad. You're right, honey. Every shitty thing that you just did throughout this episode, like, he's never wrong. He never apologizes to anybody for what he did. Like, it's just... It follows... I, I don't think that show is redeemable, even if they did make me lesbian. I'm just like, no. No, yeah. it's just bad. 
Yeah, it's just, just a bad show. And because even like the good characters still kiss his ass the whole time. Like yeah. the characters who challenge him still in the end of every episode are like, "But you're right." Yeah, yeah. Even even though he's not, and like he never made a good point or did a good thing to like, you know, prove that he. Was- or like back to Friends. The only good character in Friends is Chandler. Yeah. And he's like, the only one with, like, redeeming qualities. Yeah. Like, he's just your average guy. But he's also, like, pretty much the butt of all the jokes. Yeah. Of, like, kind of being the loser or whatever. Like, Roz is a shitty person, yeah. just in general. Monica's fucking crazy and yeah. mean and manipulative. Yeah. And, like, really anal and just, like, sh- treats the group terribly. Mm-hmm. Rachel's fucking five. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Phoebe is, like, they tried to make this, like, weird, interesting character, but really it just feels like they're making fun of trauma the whole time. Because yeah. she'll, like, bring up all this, like, Shit that's nonchalantly bring up, like, oh, yeah, my mom fucking died or whatever. And it's, like, all this traumatic shit, but it's, like, weird jokes. Yeah. And, like, she has the potential to be an interesting character, and then they just kind of make fun of a lot of shit. Yeah. With her, and I don't. She's also like a shitty person. Too. Yeah, like she's done shitty things in the show. Yeah, and like Joey's redeemable because he's funny, like kind of a himbo, but he's yeah. also a womanizer, and I'm not here for that. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, I just like. Can we write better characters, please? No, no, we can't. And it's just, it's not even, like, just sitcoms. It's just, like, American television. Yeah. It fucking sucks. Yeah. There's just, like, so much of it is so bad. Yeah. Because it follows so many of those same tropes. Mm -hmm. Like, even, like, How I Met Your Mother. I actually like that one, or at least I did when I watched it several years ago. But you can Mm -hmm. still point out those same, like, um, the main character is, like, kind of a nice guy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Of like trying to, he's just the whole point of the show. Obviously, is like the narrator telling his kids how he met their mom, but it's like this whole, you know, eight seasons or whatever of him just like falling in love with different girls, mm-hmm. and like desperately wondering why nobody wants to love him. <laughs> <laughs> but it also has like one of the most wholesome, like straight couples I've ever seen on TV. Yeah. Because, like, um, the other, like, the main couple of the group that are together throughout the whole series are, like, so cute, and they literally just want to do everything for each other and, like, are always thinking about each other and doing... It's They're just very cute. That's good. And I support that. But then there's also, like, the womanizer character and, mm-hmm. you know, it's a struggle. I'm just like, why is that? Why is that a character? Yeah, your whole fucking like, character is that you're a womanizer. Like, like, why is the perv character? We've talked about this too. Why, why is, is there always a perv thing? character? Why is that a thing? Who right. enjoys that? Who it's thinks it's funny? It's not only in anime. It's in American TV. It's yeah. just different. Yeah, just instead of it being like a gross old man or like a nasty teenager, it's like some womanizer asshole. Yeah. And that is almost worse because it's like instead of pointing out how everybody hates this character like they do in anime, it's like the perv yeah. character, but also everyone hates them and punches them in the face every time they're being nasty. Yeah. Like it's like the it's, perv character, but they're glorified. Yeah. And it's like all the fucking dude bros who like the alpha bros who like think they're such a fucking alpha male or whatever, like idolize those guys. Yeah. And it's gross. And I hate it. Stop. Yeah, it's fucking weird. And it's like literally a little bit of a tangent. Like those alpha male bros, like all the ones that are online who, like the pickup artist kind of guys who will, like, you know, they're really popular on TikTok right now, but they, you know, on YouTube and stuff too. The sad thing is, and the frustrating thing is, like, it's all manipulation tactics that work on women with low self-esteem. Because it's all, like, you pick at their self-esteem and you 
you know, use that to your advantage. And it's just really shitty. It's a really shitty way to treat people. Yeah. But they're like, but it works. And like, I'm so in charge. And like, all these women love me because I'm a fucking alpha. It's like, no, they don't love you. You're just manipulating them and treating them like garbage. And you're a shitty person. You're not an alpha. That's not even a thing. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. Literally, no animal, including us, goes by those rules. <laughs> yeah. Like, there are leaders, for sure. Yeah. But, like, that whole concept is based on the false idea that wolves, wolves. have alphas and yeah. omegas and betas. And it, the literally, the guy who presented that study went back on it as soon like, as he actually, learned different. No. <laughs> like... It has nothing to do with, like, being such a fucking alpha. It's literally just age and experience, just like it is for people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got experience, you got knowledge, you know how to use it. Mm-hmm. You can learn how to be a leader, but, like, manipulating people is just a really shitty way to do that. Yep. I fucking hate it. Back to sitcom. Yeah. The fucking laugh track. Just, yeah. okay. The whole setup to sitcoms is fucking weird and outdated, I feel. Yeah. Like, the laugh track, the audience track, or whatever. Yeah. Also, have you ever noticed that every single one of them uses the same laugh track? Yeah. And you can tell because there's that one guy who's laughing too hard. <laughs> right. And you can, like... You can you can hear it. It's like a, it's a recognizable laugh. Yeah. Also, like, how bad is your show that you have to tell me when it's my turn to laugh? Right? Like, you have to tell me when the jokes are happening. Yeah. It's... No, you shouldn't have to do that. No. Like... (laughs) Have you ever seen videos of, like, when people have cut the laugh tracks out? Yeah. And And it's, like, like, unsettling. like, Ross. He looks like a psychopath. Yeah. And it's, like, granted, part of it is because there's, like, the really long silences where they put in the tracks. But, like, you know, if I'm supposed to be laughing, then that shouldn't be so awkward. Right. Because I should be laughing at it. Yeah. But I'm not. (laughs) But I'm just sitting here awkwardly and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it makes it less uncomfortable when there's a laugh track because it's, like, you know, laughter's contagious. Yeah. And that's the point of the laugh tracks is to be, like... You think this is funny because somebody's laughing. Yeah. And, like, the contagious laughter kind of makes you giggle a little or whatever. But then it's never funny. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say it's never funny. Like, they do have some good jokes here and there, but it's still, like, as a whole, not good. Yeah. It's And again, like, speaking of Friends specifically, it's, like, always Chandler yeah. <laughs> who's funny. Right? Who's, like, actually funny. Or, like, as a like, collective, Chandler and Joey, like, as a couple. Yeah. But, like, he, literally anything that Ross says, not funny. Yeah. Anything that Ross says is just concerning. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, gross. Yeah. Oh, because, like, Chandler's, like, self-deprecating. And, yeah. You know, he's a very down-to-earth character. And I think that's such a good formula yeah. to have for a lot of characters. Yeah. Like, not that you should be constantly making jokes at your own expense. Like, that's definitely something that we as a generation are... Like, we do that a lot because that's just what we have to joke about. Yeah. And that's valid. But also, it's not really good for your self-esteem. Yeah. But, like... When all of your jokes are just at somebody else's expense instead of just, like, at something that's funny. Yeah. Then, like, that's shitty. Also, he was the most sarcastic one. So it was, like... The sarcasm, yeah. Um, uh, Even then, like, Chandler's character isn't perfect. Yeah, for sure. The whole reason for his trauma is that his... uh, One of his parents is trans, and it's, like... That's, yeah, like, that's not really something that's funny, yeah. like, having a transparent. No. Transparent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like at least Joey has his flaws, but he, like, tries to be caring. Yeah. Like, also, 
I don't know. I mean, he's like a womanizer character, and they make a lot of jokes about that, but also, like, he is caring about his people, like, the people that he's actually friends with. Yeah. Like. But he has, like, no empathy towards anybody who's not, like, connected. I don't get it. What do you think? Non-existing. I mean. I feel like it depends on what, like. Makes a good, like comedy American show. I feel like having realistic depictions of people. Yeah. And like a some level of like, you know, fantasy. Like Yeah. Like they can be like caricatures. Yeah. But they don't have to be like, you know, an average Joe. Like you yeah. want to have interesting characters because otherwise it would be boring to watch. Then yeah. it would be fucking Seinfeld. Right. <laughs> and like you know, so you need to have like characters with interesting quirks or whatever, but making caricatures of like real situations is frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. Like to bring it back to Big Bang Theory, one of the things that frustrates me the most about So anyway, Big Bang Theory. I feel like there's some good things to be said about that show and a lot of bad things. Yeah. Uh, One of the things that frustrates me the most about that one is that Sheldon absolutely has autism and no one addresses that. And he, his autistic behavior is just the butt of the joke all the time. Yeah. And I think that's really shitty. And I feel like if they just had addressed it at any point or like pointed to the like actually alluded to the fact that anybody like acknowledged that he had autism Mm -hmm. and stopped making like there's i mean you can make jokes about a person with autism and their behaviors but don't make it the autism behaviors yeah you know like yeah or like don't make don't make it making fun of autism yeah like, because I mean, listen, you can, I know we were kind of talking about it before, you can make jokes about other people, yeah. but like, they need to not be mean jokes. Yeah. And not, they need to not be derogatory. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of, they do that with his character. Like, yeah. they make derogatory jokes about him. It's not impossible. And I honestly, I don't think it's even hard. To just take that into effect. Like, you and I make fun of each other for our, you know. I feel like somebody who has... Now, granted, obviously I'm not a psychologist. And if I'm incorrect about this assumption, I'm sorry. But I feel like someone who has, like, that level of autism probably has... um, Like, needs to stim a lot and, like, has kind of, like, episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, stimming episodes. that Or, like, panic attacks. Mm -hmm. regarding things that like instead of you know somebody's sitting in his particular spot and now he's just gonna get you know annoying at them which probably isn't a totally unrealistic thing but like might have like an actual panic attack if he has to be somewhere else or like you know is overstimulated or having sensory overload from being in a different place you know what i mean so, like, you never see that aspect of it. It's always just like, haha, funny autism person. Yeah. Instead of being like, okay, we can joke about autism, but also um, we're going to show some of the real side of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. I will say, I feel like one good thing about that show is, like, again, it, like, depicts nerds in a really frustrating way, but also, like, some of it's realistic. Yeah. Like, there's the one character who, like is gross and everybody acknowledged like the perv character who's trying to be a womanizer Mm -hmm. and is like constantly being shot down and everybody's like dude you're fucking gross and i appreciate that that's pointed out because there are unfortunately a lot of people in like nerd geek community communities who are like that yeah yeah um but i feel like one of the better parts of the show is like the main romance between um 
Penny and Leonard. Um, because it's like, she's, you know, the kind of bimbo-y character mm-hmm. who is just living the fucking poor life mm-hmm. and then gets wrapped up with these guys. But like, she, you know, ends up dating him and she doesn't understand any of like the science or anything of what he does for a living, but makes an effort to try to learn it. And mm. I appreciate that as a concept instead of having, you know, that trope of like, Oh, my husband's stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah, my girlfriend is dumb and she doesn't understand these things that I do and I don't relate to my husband or my boyfriend at all. And I don't, like, why do you like these things? Because it's like, then why do you like this character? It's a little bit more embraced that, you know, she appreciates that he, like, wants to play with toys and buy toys and, like, there's a episode at one point where she, like, takes lessons from the other guys to learn about like what he does at work and stuff so she can talk to him about it Mm. and there's like one episode where all of the girlfriends like sit down and read comic books because they try to figure out why they're the boys are like so into it and then they also get into it and like have heavy debates with each other which like i appreciate that side of it like i feel like they wrote the women actually really well in that show i like i like that it seems to show you that these women are also putting in that into the relationship yeah. instead of it being just really one-sided. Yeah. Because I feel like that was, like, a big problem with Friends is, like, the the men would always just, like, do everything to be super romantic. And then yeah, and then the, the women, women would just, just expect like, it, and yeah. if they didn't do it right, it was like, fuck you. Yeah. 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 And I hate that. I hate so that, too. <clears throat> in my throat. But I feel like they do actually depict a lot more communication in that show, and I appreciate that. Yeah. It's the my biggest thing with it is the autism situation. Because yeah. I think about that a lot, and I like it. What? Because so I used to watch that show a lot with my parents, and I liked it until I kind of like came to that realization that like that's what his character was. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I realized it more and more. Um when I started watching Atypical on Netflix, because that one is actually like a comedy drama from the perspective of a person with autism Mm -hmm. and all of his like funny behaviors that they do make jokes about are very similar to Sheldon, but it does Mm -hmm. actually depict his problematic thing. It's not the butt of the joke. It's like, it's making the joke, not it is the joke. Yeah. If that makes sense. The joke isn't that he has autism, it's that this is what happens. I think, so I kind of go back to Parks and Rec a lot because I really enjoyed that show. Yeah. I think, like, like more realistic or, like, down to earth, there's something about those characters that was, like, more lovable. Yeah. Even, like, well, and those the womanizer are... character who was, like just kind of a nerd that nobody took seriously yeah you know well and that's the thing too like that's a good example because like all of those characters are um like they are caricatures and it's Mm -hmm. like they really play into their particular thing but they're all very different and unique characters and it's never like making fun of a personality type or anything like that like, the only one that they make fun of is the average person. Yeah, right? It's just Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's funny. Like, yeah, you're just making fun of the old white guy. Yeah. Like. Right. You know, and all of the jokes that they make at his expense are, like, childish. Like, he farted. Gross. <laughs> oh, get out of here. Like, and that's, you know, fart jokes are funny. Right. Um. But, like, yeah. And even, like you said, like, the womanizer character is still, like, he's also... He's called out on his bullshit a lot. Yeah, he is. He's called out for, like, acting gross, but he also isn't, like, only trying to get laid. Like, he he is trying to find a relationship. He's just really bad. Yeah. 
He also he's just kind of like goofy. He's lovable. Yeah. Which like none of the other like typical womanizer characters I can think of is like actually three dimensional. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of those characters and why I like that show a lot is like no laugh tracks. Stop yeah. It, first of all, and the the humor is very deadpan. Yeah. And I really appreciate that because it's, I guess it's just my type of humor yeah. too. Well, yeah, because it's it makes me think of like Dimitri Martin, yeah. and I don't know if I've ever made you watch any of his specials, but I've heard you talk about yeah. his like all of his deliveries are just very his jokes are all just really short and deadpan <laughs> and like you know you'll there are occasional jokes where he giggles at himself like he turns away from the mic to chuckle for a second <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you know but like yeah that's a humor style that i but also i love having like him and april as like characters who you know, they start out, or at least April is, like, the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, there's a lot of growth for them there. Yeah. But also of having, like, these childish characters who, like, get to stay childish while also still being adults. Like, there's yeah. one episode I remember where, like, April is having a little bit of a breakdown because she's like, we're married and we're adults and we have to do adult stuff. Because I think it was, like, Ben yelled at them because they didn't have any real dishes and shit like that. <laughs> so he, like, made them go to the store and buy actual fucking stuff for their house. And April's like, I don't want to be an adult. This is stupid. I don't want to do any of this boring, stupid shit. And Andy's like, listen, we have to buy dishes. We have to do some adult stuff. But if you think that's going to stop me from buying this marshmallow gun and shooting them into your mouth from across the room, you got another thing coming. <laughs> Like, and I love having that depiction of, like, yeah, you gotta be an adult, but also, like, be, have a good time, yeah. you know? I'm here for a good time. Like, you can still be silly. The Office is another good one, and I feel like I liked The Office, but I liked Parks and Rec a lot more. Yeah. There were fewer characters. Like, I pretty much love all of it, but, like, there just were a lot of characters. Like, I really don't like Michael in yeah. The Office. The Office for me is like all about Jim and Pam, <laughs> right? And like it's such a good and romance. the 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 goofs between Jim and Dwight, yeah. And just like, but I do I I appreciate like the weird characters in that show, yeah. Because it's like I feel like Dwight might also like have a bit of autism. Like it, he's got a lot of different quirks that yeah. are like autism coded or Can like be. at least like ADHD coded or. Mm-hmm. Neurodivergent in some way. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's the word I was thinking of. Yeah. But I'm just like he, And like I appreciate that the office basically like it pioneered that style of yeah. um show. Yeah. And that's what made Parks and Rec possible, but it was like they did the office. And you know, it was good. Yeah. And then they were like, Okay, now let's do it better. <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> right. that's what happened like that's what brought out parks and rec yeah i need to rewatch the office there's also like um there's not a season in parks and rec that i didn't like yeah you know and i feel like in the office i really liked the last episode of the office it was like it was was a really good ending to the show um but I didn't like when Michael left and they just replaced him with a similar character. Yeah, I did not like But, that. like, replaced his, like, or, you know, amped up his just need for everybody to love him and also made him angry and, like, a, a dislike, an unlikable person, in yeah. my opinion. Like, I don't like Michael, but I can get why, it, like, he's funny and yeah. I get why people like the character, but, and, like, he is funny. I just would hate to be around that person, so that's <laughs> yeah. why I'm like, I don't like you. Um, I really like Jim, especially as a character. And I even like Dwight's character. Yeah, same. <laughs> I think he's, like, fun and yeah. entertaining. And he's not... I think my big problem with Michael is that he, like, ropes people into his shenanigans, but yeah. shenanigans that don't really want to be there. Yeah. 
He's also just one of those where I'm like, unfortunately, realistically, like, how the fuck did you get? And all this bat in. And through all of this bashing on sitcoms, that's not to say you can't enjoy sitcoms. Yeah, listen. Like, here's the thing: I love me some trash sometimes. Trust yeah. me. You're allowed to enjoy bad media. You just gotta acknowledge that it's bad. Yeah. Like, we would desperately try to explain this to your mom all the time because yeah. she loved those horrible Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah, but those she is even, like bad in like the way that friends was you know what i yeah. mean they were just like not good yeah well they're just like they're mass produced yeah <laughs> that's what makes them bad like yeah. they're all basically the same it's like we would make the joke that every white lady like all the like all couple the and everyone like they're the same actor i right. swear to god like they never are but they all look the same right. and then but there's also like they that one old man who's literally in all of them who's like Maybe he's Santa, but, like, we don't know. That Like, that one guy that literally is the same guy who's in all of them. But, like, we'd poke fun at them for being bad because they are. Yeah. And she'd get mad. And we're like, we're not telling you you can't. Well, I like them. That's fine. That's cool. It's still bad. (laughs) (laughs) I like plenty of bad stuff. Right. Especially, okay, I might be preaching a little bit here, but especially if the show depicts, like, abusive characters, just, for example, you know, Ross. Yeah. And you don't acknowledge that these characters are... It's just, like, it's, like, part of that whole cancel culture thing. It's really frustrating. But it's, like... You know, and I see people, I'm going to bring up a post I saw um, the other night about books. And it was somebody, I don't know if this happens on other social media platforms, but I see a lot of discourse between on Tumblr between um, exclusively book people and exclusively like fanfic online people. And I don't know why those people feel like they need to fight each other about which one is better. It's literally the same thing. Yes. Or they were talking about how they hate when people come into, like, their bookstore or when people um, assign fanfic tropes to published works. And then people were adding on, like, yeah, I hate it when people come into my store and they're, like, asking for enemies to lovers or whatever because I don't have, I don't, my store isn't organized by tropes. That's not a genre. And, like, like, looking at that as a bookseller, I'm like, you're a shitty bookseller. Right. (laughs) Because, like, yeah, we don't, you know, organize the store by tropes because that's stupid. Like, you you know, there can be the same trope in different genres, so that doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's fair. Like, you know, if somebody likes fantasy, but they want an enemies to lovers trope, like, you're not going to put that next to the realistic fiction because those two people might not like those things. Yeah. Like, you know, if you don't like to read realistic fiction, you don't care about that trope in that book. Yeah. But my whole thought was, like... Why isn't that, like, a tag, like, in your system or something? Like, it's... Well, here's the thing. If you're a a good bookseller, you know how to find what they're looking for. I would much rather... Because this was my whole thing, like, them being, like, I hate it when somebody comes in and they ask for, like, enemy lovers, for example. Because, like... What do you want? I have a romance section. And I'm like, you should be able to find things for them in your romance section that they like. Like, if you're a good bookseller. <laughs> I I hate it so much when people come in and they're like, I'm looking for a recommendation. I'm like, okay, what do you like? Well, I like mysteries. I have a whole fucking section of mysteries. Mm-hmm. I can point at it, but I can't really make you a, a suggestion based on just that. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to give me more details. So I would much rather if somebody comes in and goes, well, I kind of like fantasy. I kind of, but I want a little bit of romance. If there's like, you know, an enemies to lovers kind of thing or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or found family, whatever mm-hmm. fucking trope you want to find. That is so much easier for me to be like, okay, let me narrow it down. Here's a handful of things mm-hmm. that I think you would like. Versus just being like, well, I just like fantasy. Like, that's useless to me. Right. (laughs) So I'm, like, just reading this post and being like, 
just sorry not to be judgy but like you're a shitty bookseller <laughs> you're like oh i only sell you based on sell to you based on genre like yes absolutely tell me what fucking tropes you're looking for or like what ones you like because i hate it when people can't do that for me yeah <laughs> like like that's what i base recommendations off of when somebody comes in and they're like you know i want a recommendation I like fantasy and I'll be like, okay, tell me what you've read recently mm-hmm. because then I can, you know, make an estimation off of what you've read, the similarities between those titles. So I can be like, okay, this is what you're looking for. Yeah. And I thought it was fucking stupid, <laughs> but anyway, to go back to the, like, you can enjoy trash. They're like, just people adding on to this being like, you know, why do you want to read this shitty, like, I I keep saying enemies to lovers because that's one that they, like, specifically mentioned in the post. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the one that's on the top of my head. Like, why do you want to, like, why can't you read, like, good literature? And it's, like, because sometimes people want to have fun, but, like, nobody's going to shit on you for reading those, and you yeah. shouldn't. And I feel like one that gets shit on a lot is, like, the trash romance like, fewer yeah. people are making fun of you for reading, like, trash mysteries like that. Because it's like, ah, it's funny, old lady mysteries, or whatever. Right. Again, as long as you acknowledge that it's, like, often problematic. Yeah. <laughs> and that you're like, yeah, I mean, they're kind of shitty, they're kind of dumb, but I'm just having a good time. Yeah, that's so... I'm or, like, here. that one that's on, like, popular on Book Talk, or it was for a little while, like, I don't know. I just, it's really annoying to me that people shit on people for just, like, trying to have a good time. It's just, but also you need, you just gotta be able to acknowledge that it's trash. Yeah. And, like, if somebody, you know, teases you for, like, reading your dumb romance, like, yeah. you and your dumb romance books. Right. You know, that's fine. You just gotta be like, eh, yeah, you they're know. pretty bad. <laughs> but you know what, I'm having a good time. And then everybody can just be like, yeah, all right. All right. That's all I'm gonna do, have time but i think i feel like this type of like gatekeeping is universal yeah in, like whatever interest yeah that you have and it's i also just don't get why people like get so mad about other people enjoying the trash version of what they enjoy yeah I don't... like personally i don't really like to read trash novels yeah. every once in a while it's like my one like, I don't want to say guilty pleasure because it's not really something I believe in, but my one, I guess, hypocrisy there is that, like, I will read shitty gay romance only because I just want more gay romance. And That's sometimes fair. it's just like, you know, you're here for the drama, you're here for the trash. Yeah. It's fine. Sometimes it's just good. Yeah. It's like... I, I feel like I, I don't like to read... Um, the shitty straight romance only because of the bad tropes that to me are just very frustrating. Yeah. And a lot of people can look past that and ignore them and they're having a good time. That's totally fine. I'm not going to shit on you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, or they just enjoy it. You know what? It's fictional. Oh, I don't know. Bimbo None of the bimbo looks. <laughs> <laughs> Go and get your titties out more. It's true, you don't want that. Dude, even while we were just going to King Supers today, I was just like, don't. And there, there always is. There's always that at least one old man who was like with his wife yeah. in the middle of the store. And I'm walking past you and your head like turns. Yeah. I'm short. I know where your eyes are. Right. It's weird. Listen, Stop it's one it. thing if you notice and you're like, you know, as you walk by, you just right. you get and a glance and you're like, hmm. you but like away. when you turn around and keep watching, it's fucking weird. Gross. Stop it. I just like, I hate the bros. And I mean the men and women, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, you know, the bros. Yeah. Who got to gatekeep whatever you're doing. Like, it's, has to yeah. it's like, you know. It's like the dude bros who, like, shit on women for playing cutesy, stupid games. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I like Cooking Mama. 
fucking fight me. Pokemon is so satisfying. Yeah. Like, I don't really get games that make you rage. Like I, the most ragey game that I've played is Binding of Isaac. Yeah, that's valid. Which, like, yeah, it can be very rage-inducing. But if I find myself getting to the point where I'm getting like, if I have to ask myself if I'm having fun, I'll go do something else. Right. You know? Yeah. Exactly. I feel like I'm really glad that I don't I don't rage at games anymore. Yeah. I feel like I used to a lot when I was younger. And maybe that's just like being an unstable child. Like, you know, you're still developing, so your emotions are not quite in check yet. Or whatever. Yeah. I feel like I used to I used to like really rage at games. Um But it was like you said, like, I'm not having fun now. So I need to take a break and come back to it later. And kind of when I learned that was like, you know, in middle school or high school, when I kind of grasped that it was like, I'm really fucking angry at this boss right now. And I literally am just like resisting so hard throwing my controller because this thing, these ones can't handle that. Like this fucking 64 Mm -hmm. that (laughs) I could throw. It's not helpful. It's not not good for you. Don't do that. But anyway, like, you know, I learned when it got to that point where I was just, like, fucking screaming at the game or whatever, where it was like, okay, it's not the game, I'm hungry, and I need to take a shower. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's kind of, I, like, started having that routine. I feel like when I would start raging at games, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to stop right now. I'm just going to pause the game. I'll leave it on. I'm going to pause it. I'm going to go have a snack. I'm going to take a shower, and then Mm -hmm. I'm going to come back. And then I would beat it and it would be totally fine, you know? And I I feel like, yeah, when I kind of started learning that, I just, like, that was a routine for a little bit. And now I just don't rage at games. Like, I, and, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, like, shit on anybody who does. But I've just learned to acknowledge that it's never the game. (laughs) It's always me. And, like, you know, unless it's, like, a really, like, it's glitching the fuck out. Yeah. Like, if it's not working, it's because I'm not doing it right. Yeah. So I just, like, I don't get angry at it anymore. It's just, like, all right, I've tried this 30 times and it's not working out right now. So I'm just going to go do something else for a little while. But I've, like, gotten to the point where, like, I can try it 30 times before I'm just, like, all right, well, I should do something else because this isn't working. But I've never, I'm not, like, mad. I've gotten to the point where I'm able to just get into it and be like, all right, now's going to be the time. Yeah. 35. Here we go. <laughs> you know, if I'm really struggling with something. Right. And I'm really glad that I don't have that response anymore because it's, yeah. it doesn't feel good. It's just, it's exhausting. Yeah. I don't have energy to spend on that. Yeah. Because when I'm playing games, I don't want to feel like that. Yeah. I want to feel happy, you yeah. know? If I can't get past a certain part, you know, or I'm just like hitting a brick wall or yeah. something, and just I don't have the energy to expend on that. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have the energy to spend just hitting my head against a wall. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I don't understand why so many people do that. Yeah. Like, I feel like the most I get anymore is like mild frustration at having to try something fucking stupid over and over because I keep walking off a ledge or whatever and I'll be like god fucking damn it like anytime you guys hear me do that but like going back to the the point like why are you gonna be mad at me because I want to play Animal Crossing but like you're just like raging at fucking Call of Duty yeah (laughs) like you're out here being so mad and it's like I can't even like, are you having a good time? Like, I can't even tell if you're having... I, I still watch Markiplier, mm-hmm. but I only really watch him play horror things because he's entertaining to yeah. watch play horror things. But any, any like, rage thing, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not going to watch. Like, I don't, I don't get that whole... Like, I don't understand how that's entertaining for people. To, like, watch. And that's, like, such a thing. Not even just with, like, a rage response, but, like, just high emotions in general. Mm-hmm. Like, that's su- such a thing in, like, reality TV or a lot of... A lot of YouTube. Yeah, a lot of YouTube. Like, um... I was watching somebody 
talk about um <laughs> sticking tongue out. <laughs> um, but I was watching somebody talk about uh have you heard of Nick Akato Avocado? He's like a mukbang person. I think I've seen things. Um and he basically like he just a lot of his channel anymore is like him basically having breakdowns and screaming and it's i do not understand how that's entertaining for anybody like to me it's just sad right and it's also like um the person that i was watching was like you know i pulled up some of his old videos from when he started his channel and he was like like i'm not trying to fat shame it part of it yeah and also i feel like it's like you know the person I was watching was discussing how it was like, I feel like he's gotten to this point where he thinks this is the only way he's going to make money is by continuing to ruin himself on camera. And like, if you, you know, if you were to watch like clips from his older videos, when he started, it was like, you know, he had the character still, but it was like a lot more calm and just like you know being silly or whatever when he was making a big deal out of anything he stick him tongue out while he's slipping <laughs> that is so distressing. but now it's just sad like yeah. i don't understand the entertainment value there and it's the same as like those fucking shows your mom used to watch about like the uh like six hundred pound life yeah or, stuff like that yeah yeah that it's just disheartening i think there was like recently one of them had it had passed away that's really sad yeah and it's just it oh, well and the thing about those is like because there's some youtubers like doing similar things yeah. um where it's like this is my weight loss journey um because there's one that this same person that I was watching has talked about before and I don't remember her name but she started recording her weight loss journey mm -hmm. because she was like I want to be able to look back on this but she's actually gained a lot more weight uh -huh. and since starting that like several years ago and it's like every time she starts and clearly people want to watch it and see it happen because otherwise they would stop watching it yeah. otherwise it would be like okay this is sad I'm not doing this anymore yeah. Not only sad, but this is literally dangerous for this person. Yeah. And it's dangerous for other people who feel like they can do the same thing, too. Where yeah. it's like, you know, if you were to see that show or see these YouTubers and be like, I could do that. Yeah, like, I'm kind of big. Like, I could do that. Mm -hmm. But then you get wrapped up in the same thing. <clears throat> and, yeah, just, I don't get the entertainment value there. No. It's just sad. That's like... And That's sometimes frustrating. I won't watch a lot of reality things. It's like, mm -hmm. it's, they're real people. Yeah. <laughs> like, no matter how faked the reality TV show is, mm -hmm. it uh, is all, it is always made by real people. Yeah. That it affects their real life. Mm -hmm. And like, sure, you know, if it's just like some whatever trash reality tv yeah that's another thing where it's like you're allowed to enjoy it just yeah. admit that it's trash yeah like you know there are some you know you watch it for the drama because it's right. trash and that's fine but also when somebody's like <laughs> i hate when people anybody's talking about whatever you know drama fucking reality tv that they get sucked into and people be like you know it's all fake right and it's like i know no shit. That's like kind of makes it better because I'm glad that real people aren't actually going through this. Right? Yeah. Like, that's what makes and, it tolerable for me. Or like, uh, I feel like now brings this up a lot where it's like people will bring up, you know, the wrestling's wrestling fake, right? Like, oh, you re you mean this person isn't. Well, and that's something that like Nat has talked to me about too, where it's like it's almost better that it's fake because when it was more real, it was a lot more dangerous for the wrestlers because yeah. a lot. Of so, yeah. yeah. Enjoy your trash. Enjoy trash. Just be... Just be mindful of the fact yeah. that it's trash. Just be real with yourself. Yeah. And 
make sure it's not affecting your mental health. Yeah. Enjoy your trash. But also, don't be one of those people who's like, oh my god, that's so, it's so... <sighs> oh, my back hurts. Yeah. My tummy's so hurts. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> those are our opinions on how some to things. enjoy things. Because yeah. I guess some people don't know how <laughs> to enjoy things and let others also enjoy things. Yes. Even if they're different. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going to admit that sometimes I can be a little bit of a hypocrite about it. Like, yeah. every. I mean, same. Like, because. I'm sure it must be around some um, anniversary for it or whatever. Or it's just like, you know, nostalgia comes back in, in like, waves. Mm -hmm. There's, like, so much Friends merchandise at my store right now. And every time I get more, I'm like, ugh. Because <laughs> I just fucking hate that show. Yeah. I mean, like, you can personally hate things. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, again, you know, you can enjoy it. Just, like, don't be mad when I'm like, Ross um, is a shitty person. Yeah. I don't like it. You know, you can be like, yay. Yeah, so, I mean, I can be a little bit critical there, but... Yeah. I'm also never going to be like, ugh, why do you watch this? Yeah. I'm going to be like, can you not watch it in my presence? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch this while I'm around... I'm going to complain the whole time. <laughs> right? <laughs> the one, oh, there was, there's just one show that I can't stand. It's George Lopez. It just... I can't watch it anymore. It's just, it was on every single night as I'm trying to sleep, blaring through the TV. And I just. It's a Trey Crowder joke that we're quoting, by the way. <laughs> it was really funny. <sighs> I want to move. So I think that means. Like in general or like. Well, yeah, that's true, but, like, specifically from this chair. Yeah. Yeah. Like Hope right you had now. fun. Okay, bye. <laughs>